Every one of us likes transformation. I like transformation because it says birth new. It's just awesome. And I think when I read the scripture and he says, don't lose heart, even though your outward man is perishing, your inward man is being renewed day by day. Hey, there's going to give, God is going to give you a shot for your inward man. You may think, oh, the outward man is falling apart, but honey, the inward man is being renewed. And I truly believe when your inward man is renewed, it renews the outward man. What do you think about that? I think it's good. And I think sometimes it's conscientious decision for that inward man to be renewed. Right. And I love, you know, it's interesting. I've been meditating on this. In Psalms 51, verse 6, it says, you desire truth in the inward man. And you might be watching right now and you're struggling with truth. And it says in John 16 that the Holy Spirit, Jesus says this, will lead you into truth. And some of you watching right now, you're not renewed in your mind because there's distortion and deception on the inward man. And I want you to call now. We want to pray for you that God would reveal truth on the inside and that you would walk in that truth. So it's not just something kind of internal, but you have the, also the application and what that looks like. And the Holy Spirit walk you through that truth. So hop on the phone, get on the website, and we'll see God do some pretty incredible things. And Mom, I know we have some cool testimonies, and then we have an amazing guest. We have an amazing guest, and this is a praise. Here is a mother who shared that her daughter was in stage four cancer, and she received a prayer cloth, and that this daughter's blood work came clear, and the cancer was diminished. God is awesome. Amen? Amen. That's totally yeah. good. And, you know, if you have a need in your life for healing or with your finances, maybe you're struggling just in darkness in your thinking, um, or maybe you're struggling relationship-wise, or you'd really like a closer walk with God, we would love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website, and that's a really amazing tool, resource, that we can connect with you and connect with our faith together with yours to see God do the supernatural. And we have lists of praise reports, Yes. and we see God do above and beyond what we could ask or think. That goes with 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Um, and the Holy Spirit leads us in those things. So hop on the phone, get on the website. I'm telling you, God's got some solutions and answers and, and wisdom for you that you haven't yet seen or experienced or considered. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We won't counsel you, but we will pray for you because God's word, when we pray God's word, it doesn't return void. And in a couple minutes, we have a new guest with us. Oh my goodness, Julie Winter. Have you ever struggled with depression or anxiety or fear or insecurity or rejection? Watch this interview. <laughs> I have just returned from Egypt. And I'm telling you, that was one of the most supernatural times of my life. Literally shaking the Mideast with the Word of God and the power of God. But when I got home, oh, I got hit, and I got hit in my knees, so I'm not able to travel for two months. And I need you to help me. Would you please help me at this time? Would you call today and sow a special seed? Because these two months, I have to be home, but my bills are still there. And I know you would be a blessing. You know how much I love what God has called me to do, and I believe He's called you to help me too. So call right now, sow a seed. In two months, hey, I'm gonna be out there more anointed, more, what can I say, more miraculous than I've ever been, and I thank you for helping me. 
You know, I went through a time of depression in my life, and actually it was a physical thing, but I was embarrassed because I thought, you know, I teach faith. I live faith, and I'm depressed. And I think sometimes, how can I say this? Uh, we're embarrassed. I shouldn't be depressed. I'm a Christian. But I want you to know Christians get depressed, and I want you to call in. Or maybe you're into terrible fear and anxiety. Sometimes with our children, we think, oh, God, they're into drugs, they're into this, they're into the other thing. And we need to know that God is there. He is with us. And you also need to know that we want to pray with you. And don't we don't counsel you. We have this wonderful book, and Julie, with us, which will help you with the very things that you need. But just that quickie prayer can help lift you up and help you in a very special way. Now, talk to me about being embarrassed, about being depressed and not wanting to tell it. Yes, I think there is a stigma uh, in the church. It's in the world too, but definitely in the church of, of being ashamed of being, for being anxious or depressed because we know what the word says, to be fearful for nothing, to be anxious for nothing. We know these words are true. And so we feel guilty that we feel that we have these feelings. And sometimes it's hard to understand what the root is. We need help finding what the root is. And it can, as I said earlier, it can be rooted in our thought processes, in our mind, how we were raised, the, the, our thoughts, how we, how we believe, maybe the lies that we believe. And it could be rooted in a physical, it could be rooted in a spiritual. So it's important that we, we seek help and, and with, without shame. I see my patients and one of the first things I try to do is break off the shame and I tell them, I'm so glad you came in to see me today. There's help for you. There's no shame in coming forward for help. There's treatment for this. This doesn't have to be part of your life forever. This doesn't have to be permanent. And for some, many people, they've lived their whole lives like this. It's, it has a genetic component to it. They were, their parents were depressed. And so that this is all they know. Joy is, instead of a lifestyle, joy is fleeting. It's the opposite for them. And so we really want to live from a position of joy, which is why I started the first chapter with joy, because that is, that's our default. That's where we go. And, but, and that's what the goal is to bring people back to that. And there's lots of ways to get there. And I, I will often incorporate lifestyle things, which we talk about diet, nutrition, light therapy, humor, those kinds of things. Supplements can be very, very helpful. Exercise, super helpful. Um, and then, Not exercise. <laughs> yes, Best ex thing about exercise <laughs> when it's over. That's so important. Go ahead. Sorry. Yes, exercise is important for brain function. Right. Yes, it is. And then, and then incorporating if you need counseling, prayer counseling, cognitive behavioral therapy can be very, very helpful. And and spending time in the Word, worship, all all of those kinds of things. Um, can be very, very helpful as well. And sometimes we pull out their toolbox of medications and medications I've seen transform lives. And people who were formerly depressed can back, come back and say, I'm so grateful you prescribed that. I now feel like I can talk to God. I can hear God. I feel closer to God. So I, what we just did is kind of change the, the balance in their brain. They had access now to those pathways of joy and peace. Because the more you run down a pathway in your thought life, the bigger that pathway gets. And the more you travel it, you, the more you live in joy, then that's your default. When you're not there very often, it's, it's hard to get to. When you're over here in anxiety and depression and that pathway is big, you, that's the pathway your brain just goes down at rest. And so we need to break that off. And oftentimes medication, we can break that off and make this pathway over here strong 
and be, and then becomes a default. And then sometimes after a year or two, you take the medication away, and this is strong enough to hold now. Mm -hmm. Love that. And you might be watching right now, saying, "Wow, that is so interesting. That has so many different." you know, little tendrils, you could go down these and think about this. And so I just encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website, grab a couple of copies of this book, Renew. Um, and basically you're thinking renewing your mind. That's correct. I mean, that's the premise that's right. is Romans 12, verse mm -hmm. 2. Don't be mm -hmm. conformed to the world, be transformed, transformed. by the renewing of your mind. mind. And one of the things I like in here, one of the chapters you talk about is what goes in your mind. Right, you know, what, and nourishing your mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. So nourishing your mind. What is? Walk us through the, what that looks right. like. Right. So, and um, Paul talks about this in Philippians four. Whatsoever, he, he first he says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. Be anxious for nothing, but everything with prayer and supplication. Make your requests known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will be in your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So that's a formula right there on coming to God with thanksgiving. And, and, being, and, the, and being flooded with peace and joy. But then he goes on to say, uh, think on these things. He tells us what to nourish our mind with. Things that are lovely, things that are admirable, things that are of good report, things that are true. And uh, that's where we need to nourish our mind. And I find many believers don't, don't consume that. They, they allow lots of negative thinking to come into their mind, whether it's through the media, and we are surrounded by media 24/7, and and it's it's we are bombarded um, from the news, from the internet. We pick up our phones. It's in the airways everywhere, and and the the message is, things are getting worse. You should all be very afraid. You know, we're going to hell in a handbasket. That's the general feeling of most of the media out there. And so, it, if what you're watching makes you feel afraid, that and or angry, then you're consuming bad. You're consuming something that's not good for you. So I would encourage you to read the Word of God, to put on worship music, read good devotionals, um, things that bring that that you are meditating, you're causing your brain to have good food, not junk food. You know, this is so good because I know that it says when Jesus comes, he said, will he find faith on the earth? And you know, yes. faith can also be faithfulness. And you may be having a problem reading your Bible in a faithful way, why don't you call us for prayer? Because feeding your faith is so key to this. And remember, it says, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to find faith. He's just looking for faith in your heart. So please call us. And of course, get the book because folks, books are missionaries. You know, uh, they'll work while you sleep. You can get a book and pass it on to someone. You may know someone who's depressed, terrible anxiety. Get two or three books, pass them on. And remember, when you pass the book on, sometimes you give flowers, they wilt, you give candy, you make them fat. Give them God's word, change their lives. Don't you agree? Yeah, the other thing I think is super important, what I love hearing you talk about in this book, but also just getting to know you, is this idea of balance. Mm -hmm. And you're not into, so to speak, denial. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, be mindful of what you watch, you know, the mm -hmm. news, the right. social media, right. and all that stuff. And I don't hear you saying, stop, just cut it all out, like eradicate it. Yep. You're not, and, and your book is that way. You know, That's look correct. at and be attentive to it, but be conscientious of the blend of yes. how much, of the quantity. Right. So, you I, don't need to hear a loop over and over again. 
I, I do. I do inform myself. I read the news. I read my lo local newspaper. I, I, there, I have some apps online, so I am selective in what I watch. I get the information that I need, but I don't listen to it over and over again or listen to people who talk, talk, talk over issues to death and where there's a lot of heat and not a lot of light. And I come back. If I come out of that feeling angry, then that didn't help me. Right. So I think that we need to be really, really careful. You think about when in the time that Jesus lived, how did people get their news? They got it through local village, through word of mouth. They weren't surrounded with all of the, the issues that were happening in the world of the day. We weren't meant to know everything that's happening. And, and as humans, we're not meant to know all that. That's true. And how do we renew our mind? We do it with the Word of God, but we do it as well with some tremendous wisdom. So, yep. Julie, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank welcome. you. And I just encourage you, get on the phone, get on the website. Because this, this interview time today is just, it's just the tip of the iceberg. And the chapters in this book are absolutely magnificent. Talking about healthy worldview, healthy diet, healthy exercise, healthy mindset. Grab your copy, multiple copies today. Do you battle anxiety and depression? Are toxic thoughts stealing your joy? For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Renew, Breaking Free from Negative Thinking, Anxiety and Depression by Julie Winter. So many people miss out on experiencing consistent joy in their lives because the toxic thoughts they embrace open doors to anxiety and depression. In Renew, you will learn how to take your thoughts captive and surrender them to Christ. Receive healing by releasing forgiveness. Sustain joy through a correct view of your identity in Christ. Break free from shame, guilt, and other strongholds that the enemy uses to keep you in bondage, and much more. We will also send you Marilyn and Sarah's two-CD teaching, Let It Go. This four-message set will help you learn how to find freedom from rejection, stress, and much more. And to encourage you on the go, we will include our Breaking Free Scripture card with encouragement from the Word to help you have victory every day. Call or click today for this valuable resource. Mama, what do you see Sammy suffer? Where I wonder states of night. My friends, the adults, did things they don't want me to see. When you can see my ribs, one with my hair was falling out. You can do anything it takes. Julie Winter, you are so wonderful. We're so delighted you're with us. But you are coming to leave something in people's lives mm -hmm. that they could really, God could create a new beginning for them, yes, couldn't he? that's right. And your book, Renew, really says that, but it shows you areas of where he can create. Mm -hmm. He's a creator. He's never quit. 
creating. That's right. That's right. We're so glad you're with us. <laughs> Julie, yeah. the other piece, too, I'd say is not everybody in our audience knows, like, who you are. And obviously, mm -hmm. you wrote a cool book. We're going to talk about it. But can you just give them a quick little thumbnail? Sure. So I'm a family nurse practitioner. I have a master's degree in nursing from UCLA. I live in Redding, California, and I've been practicing as a nurse practitioner there for almost uh, oh, 28, 29 years. I'm married, two sons, four grandchildren. I serve on the board of uh, Bethel Church. I'm an elder on, that, on the board there. And I also serve on Redding City Council. So I wear quite a few hats. Nice. <laughs> the other thing, too, and in this, I love this book because it talks about uh, breaking free from negative thinking, anxiety, yeah. and depression. Yeah. And you might be watching right now and you're like, man, that's, you just read my mail. Negative thinking, anxiety, and depression. Of course, we want to pray for you. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We'd love to pray for you and we see God do amazing things. But as well, this book is a massive resource. And one of the things I love when I read through this, I love how you blend not just spiritual stuff, because mm -hmm. that's helpful, but you bring in as well, I would say, some psychological stuff right. as well right. as medical. So right. why did you do that? So because we're body, mind, and spirit, and and all things are affected. When we are anxious or depressed, we've, and we've been so for a while, everything is affected. Your physical body is affected. You might not sleep well at night. You might have palpitations. Your, your stomach might be affected. Your, certainly your spirit is affected. Um, you may feel oppressed in your spirit. And your thought processes are affected. So we are body, mind, and spirit. And so I approached it from a very holistic approach because there's no one solution that works for everybody for anxiety and depression. There will be people who will say this is the answer, but it's not, that's not, you know, like prayer is the total answer. Well, it's a piece of the answer, but it isn't totally the answer. There's, could, because we are complex and the, it can be rooted in every area. So it's important that we understand the root and that we bring a balance of treatments, a modality of treatments that hit all three areas. And so one of the things I think it's important to understand is, is our thoughts. Um, we often are not aware of our thoughts, and our thoughts generate feelings, and it's, the feelings that, it's our feelings that can be either joyful or anxious or fearful. So when you're, feeling, when you're feeling anxious, that's a feeling. It's a fruit of a tree, so to speak. If you go to an orange tree, you get an orange. If you go to a fear tree, you're going to get anxiety. And so you have to say, okay, so what am I thinking that's producing? What, what is this tree that's, what is the thought that's producing the fruit? Because you can't change, you can't tell yourself not to be afraid. That doesn't work. You can't say, because I am afraid. Mm -hmm. But what you can do is change the thought. Mm -hmm. You go back and you take it back to the thought that generated the fear. And then you hold that thought up into the light of the word. That's where we take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. We take down, you know, every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of Christ. And we take every thought captive. And you, you hold that thought up to the word, to the Christ. Mm -hmm. And does it line up? No. If it doesn't, in the trash. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that, that's a skill that you can learn with taking your thoughts captive. Super critical. I think, I feel like a lot of people, I know that a lot of people running around with anxiety and depression struggle with taking their thoughts captive. And it's a skill that you learn and the quicker you do it, the better are, the, the better off you are. And so that's, you that's have a chapter in here. Yep. How to say no. Yeah. But yeah. also you, it's more how to say yes. Yeah. To the Word of God. That's correct. And yes. what God says. Yes. So this helps renew you. Mm -hmm. Perhaps, you know, um, you're not saying no to the right things and you're saying yes to the wrong things. I think this is very, very helpful. But I have found one of the things that helps me if I'm anxious, if I'm fearful, if I'm feeling down about something is to go help someone else. 
And that's why I love to tell you to get the book. You know, because a lot of times people won't listen to you, but they'll read the book. And so the book can be a great blessing to someone or someone's, you know, so call in, get the book. Of course, read it for yourself, but get two or three copies and pass it on. I know when I help others, it does something to me. It'll do the same for you. The other thing, too, in Chapter 5 is taking captive every thought. Yes. But Chapter 7, and you just alluded to it, is yeah. no is a healthy word, yes. setting yes. boundaries. Yes. No. Right. So walk us through. What does that look like? So no, no is important because when you say, um, and you can say no to good things. I'm in, the, I'm in this challenge right now personally because I have so many things coming at me that are good. So how do I say no to good things so that I can preserve my yes for the best? And Jesus did this unashamedly. You see, Jesus, he said no when the Pharisees wanted a, a sign. And, and when they told him he couldn't heal on the Sabbath, he did it anyway. So he, you know, he said some unkind things to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. He really had no problem, you know, holding true to his priorities. He went away to pray probably when people were pulling on him and wanted miracles. But he preserved his he preserved his yes for the Father. So it's really important that we, that we say no. I think we often say yes to many things, particularly as women, because we feel a need to take care of people. And so when we do that, then we're stressed out. But we did it to ourselves because we didn't say, because we said no, and it wasn't necessarily the Lord's will. So I think it's important that you pray and you find out what, where your boundaries are, where your barriers are, what has God... and. What is God, what is your yes? I think the more you know your yes, the easier it is to say no. And that's where I'm at in my life. What am I saying yes to the Father with? That's the, you know, the bigger my yes is there, then the other things I can say no to a little bit easier. You know, Sarah, I think you prepare yourself, if you can, before the situation. Like when we have our big trips, you know, before I go down to eat, I make a decision. No bread, no desserts. So I don't get there and think, oh, well, you know, I've already made my no before I get there. And so I think knowing how to say no, how to say yes, this will help you in these, the lifestyle we want to lead. Yeah. I think it's interesting because as believers, people, we love Jesus and we want to say yes. Yes. I want to say yes to everything. Right. I want to yes. say yes to right. with my money, yes with my time, yes with my service. Mm -hmm. So it's difficult for us. Um, but I like what you said as far as prioritizing, making sure that my yes to the Father right. has the highest, highest significance right. and knowing what that is. Right. So I just encourage you, this is this chapter, chapter seven alone, how to say no and healthy boundaries. No, no is not, not evil, it's not wicked, it's not demonic. <laughs> it's, <laughs> not, it's very healthy. <laughs> but, but how do you do that? And it's constructive ways to do that. So right. hop on the phone, get on the website, um, grab a couple of copies. And this, the other thing I like about this book is at the end of every chapter, she has action points. Right. Action points. So what right. that means is, obviously, it walks you through some steps on, on applying what's in the content of this chapter to your life. But even more importantly, I would suggest is it's a great way to do a small group because when you meet together in a small group, and I don't know, have you found that? You read a book together in a small group and somebody will get, oh, I didn't see it that way. Or is the, ah, right. and then the questions sure. do depth charge, right. right? So it floats even more stuff to the yep. surface. So I'm really, really grateful about this. Is there a situation in your life where you had to learn to say no and it was tricky? <laughs> uh, you know what? I think... It 
Um, oh, sure. Always, that's, that's always the case. I, I say no all the time because I, just because I have to I have so many patients coming in. But I think what I'm going to do, just to share a story about some of my personal journey that might even be, I want to talk about one of my last chapters, um, which was worship. When we get into the presence of the Lord, we, our mind is renewed. When we bring Him um, thanksgiving and praise, we're offering a sacrifice of praise. But when we enter into worship, we become the sacrifice. And there's something about getting into the presence. And you get into the presence through the Say Word. that again. Through knowing the Word. We become, we be we become the sacrifice. sacrifice. We become Go the sacrifice. Yes. And so I had an encounter with the Lord. And I just want to encourage people to encounter him, get to know him. The word leads you him. It helps you to get to know him. But I had an encounter with Jesus. There's a kind of, when I pray, I often go into this garden setting with the Lord. And I was with Jesus. And I said, would you take me to the Father? And we were walking down this path, came to this sort of rickety gate. And when, he op when Jesus opened the gate, this blinding light shone out. I could see this hill. There was a castle at the top of the hill. No, nothing on the hill, just this golden light. And I was terrified. And I hid myself in Jesus' arms. And he put his arm around me and covered my face. And then I knew what it was to be hidden in Christ. That, that scripture came to me. And I said, ah, that's what it means to be hidden in Christ. And he took me up. He's taking me to the Father, up to the hill. And we get up to the top of the castle. And the light dims a little bit. And there's this older man, kind of grizzled gardener. I thought he was a gardener. He had suspenders and suspenders on. And, and he was so delighted to see me, and he opens the door, swings me around, and, and he's just, he's been waiting there for me. And it was the Father. And this is saying to you, yes. what is it saying to you? Jesus loves you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Every page of the Bible, yes. Jesus loves you. Yes. Do you battle anxiety and depression? Are toxic thoughts stealing your joy? For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Renew, Breaking Free from Negative Thinking, Anxiety, and Depression by Julie Winter. So many people miss out on experiencing consistent joy in their lives because the toxic thoughts they embrace open doors to anxiety and depression. In Renew, you will learn how to take your thoughts captive and surrender them to Christ. Receive healing by releasing forgiveness. Sustain joy through a correct view of your identity in Christ. Break free from shame, guilt, and other strongholds that the enemy uses to keep you in bondage, and much more. We will also send you Marilyn and Sarah's two-CD teaching, Let It Go. This four-message set will help you learn how to find freedom from rejection, stress, and much more. And to encourage you on the go, we will include our Breaking Free Scripture card with encouragement from the Word to help you have victory every day. Call or click today for this valuable resource. I know that many of you watching this, it stirs up things in you. You think, yeah, anxiety, yeah, depression, yeah, identity, yeah, failure. And Sarah and I are so happy Julie Winter is here with us. And so we've asked her if she would just pray with you. So I'm going to ask you to do something while she prays for you. Would you just put your hand on your heart? Because Jesus loves to do heart healing. So please, Julie, right. pray. I'd be glad to. Papa, we just love you. We thank you for your goodness to us and mm -hmm. that you are always good. Thank you that joy lives in us through you mm -hmm. and that we and we want to be a fragrance to a dying world. And so, Lord, 
I ask that you would just reach out to everyone watching this program, those of you who are struggling with anxiety and depression. The Lord sees you. He knows you. And, and it is not too difficult for Him. Papa, I pray you would come and bring um, joy. I pray that you would break off the lies. And I pray that you would just bring peace to people. Lord, I pray that there would be tremendous renewing of the mind, that people would come to know you more, that they would wash their minds in the word, and that joy would fill their hearts. I pray that you would break off um, any designs of the enemy, Lord, and that your kingdom would be manifested in a beautiful way. Amen. Amen. So good. Thank you for watching. Thank you for receiving. Thank you for loving Jesus. And most of all, most of all, we thank him for loving us so much.